Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew, Bible teacher and pastor of Grace Valley Christian Center, located in Davis, California. Today, Pastor Matthew speaks on this Easter message entitled, If Christ is Not Risen. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Now, here's our teacher, Pastor P.G. Matthew. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, by the resurrection power of your Son, make the dead and dull people living and bright, and make the bright saints of God rejoice with exceeding joy. We confess by your grace, Jesus Christ is risen indeed. Therefore, help us, Heavenly Father, to live daily in hope of the glory of God. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. If Jesus is not risen, friends, we are the light of the dark pagan world because we believe in the resurrection of Jesus of history. Only bright people believe that Jesus Christ, the crucified one, was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father. The people, like Richard Dawkins, cannot believe in the resurrection of Jesus Christ Their minds are darkened, closed, not opened. Closed, therefore they exclude consideration of God Almighty, the greatest reality. Consideration of creation, fall, redemption. Consideration of angels, Satan, demons, sin, souls, miracles, heaven, hell. Consideration of God's revelation in the Bible. Why the God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers. So that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. God made his son, the light of the world, to shine in our hearts, to give us the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Friends, we are the brights of the world. Jesus is the light of the world and in him we And we alone are the light of the world. Everyone who confesses Jesus Christ as Lord. St. Paul said we are children of God without fault. In a crooked and depraved generation. In which you shine as stars in the universe. The vast majority of the people of this world are dull Because they are blind. For in their depravity they suppress the knowledge of God that they receive from creation. From their own conscience and from the gospel preached to them. 
without the work of the Holy Spirit, they reject the gospel that declares the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Even the great theologian, Karl Barth, refused to believe in the bodily resurrection of the crucified Christ. He wrote in his church dogmatics, after this life, man will eternally exist in the mind of God, not in reality. The dolls of the New Testament times also did not believe in the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Greeks believed that the body is evil. Therefore, they believed only in the immortality of the soul. To them, death was deliverance from the evil prison house of the body. Therefore, the cultured Athenians mocked St. Paul when he declared the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Jews, excluding Sadducees, believed in the resurrection of the body. The body will be raised up on the last day. It would be the same body that was buried without any transformation. So listen to Martha's words to Jesus. I know he will rise again in the resurrection of the last day. Jesus himself believed in the resurrection of the last day. And he promises four times in John's gospel chapter 6. I will raise them up in the last day. On Good Friday Jesus was crucified together with two thieves. Outside the holy city. And he died. For we read in John 19. But when the soldiers came to Jesus. And found that he was already dead. They did not break his legs. Instead one of the soldiers. Pierced his side with a spear. Bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. Jesus Christ did die. Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus, prominent members of the Sanhedrin, gave him a royal burial as predicted by Isaiah. The Jews usually placed the body on a bench in a rock-hewn tomb. After a year, relatives came to gathered the bones and placed them in an ossuary. So there were two burials one year apart. Archaeological studies show that only rich people used rolling stones of 4.5 feet in diameter to close the mouth of the tomb. Joseph of Arimathea was a rich man. So Jesus was given a luxurious tomb with a rolling stone to close the tomb. Mary Magdalene and other women witnessed the crucifixion 
and the burial. But they did not know that by the demand of the Sanhedrin, the tomb was sealed on the Sabbath. And a guard was posted to guard the tomb 24-7 for three days. Because the Sanhedrin was informed, probably by Judas, of the prediction Jesus had made of his death and resurrection on the third day. Of course, they did not believe in the prediction of Jesus' resurrection. So we read in Matthew 27, the next day, the one after preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, that deceiver said, Ekenos hoplanos, after three days, I will rise again. So give the order for tomb to be made secure until the third day. They refused to believe that Jesus was the Christ, the son of the living God. They refused to believe that Jesus was God himself. For he said, I and the father are one. Remember, What he said when he was questioned about this. I charge you under oath by the living God. The high priest said this. Tell us if you are the Christ, the son of God. Yes, it is as you say. Jesus replied. But I say to all of you, in the future you will see the son of man. Sitting at the right hand of the mighty one. And coming on the clouds of heaven. Then the high priest tore his clothes and said he has spoken blasphemy. Why do we need any more witnesses? Look, now you have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? He is worthy of death. They replied. They were not brides. They were dolls. They charged him with blasphemy and so they crucified him. They just wanted to make sure that people would not steal his body and spread the lie that Jesus was risen. So they sealed the tomb and posted guards. Jesus had predicted his own arrest, crucifixion, and resurrection, which was prophesied of the Messiah many times in the Old Testament. Jesus Christ was the Messiah, the suffering servant. The Old Testament spoke of the Messiah's death and resurrection. Listen to Psalm 16 and verse 10. Because you will not abandon me to the grave, nor will you let your Holy One see decay. Isaiah 25. He will swallow up death forever. The Sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all faces. He will remove the disgrace of his people from the earth. But your dead will live. The bodies will rise. 
You who dwell in the dust, wake up and shout for joy. Your dew is like the dew of the morning. The earth will give birth to her dead. Isaiah 53, verse 11. After the suffering of his soul, he will see the light of life and be satisfied by his knowledge. My righteous servant will justify many and he will bear their iniquities. Hosea 13 verse 14, I will ransom them from the power of the grave. I will redeem them from death. Where, O death, are your plagues? Where, O grave, is your destruction? To the question to his disciples, who do you say that I am? Peter gave the answer given to him by the Father. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Then Jesus said, But the Christ must die and be raised from the dead for the salvation of his people. His death was no ordinary death, friends. Ordinary death of a sinner. His death was the death of the sinless Christ, the Son of God. So his death is the atoning sacrifice. He is sinner's atonement, sinner's propitiation, and sinner's redemption. So he predicted his death and resurrection to take place in the holy city of Jerusalem. Listen to one of seven Predictions he made about his own death and resurrection in the Gospel of St. Matthew. From that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, chief priests, and teachers of the law, and that he must be killed, must be raised from the dead. Jesus came, friends, from heaven to die for our sins and be raised for our justification. If there had been no resurrection, Jesus would have been merely the Jesus of the liberals, a good moral teacher, the best human ever lived. He never judges anybody. He loves with unconditional love. He is unlike Old Testament warrior Jehovah of vengeance. He was a brutal killing machine. Jesus, though somewhat deluded, is a nice man. Of course, he is like us, a sinner. He died just like us, but he thought he could conquer death. But alas, he could not. But friends, on the third day, Sunday, very early morning, from the dead, Jesus was raised, just as he predicted. The women arrived at the tomb early Sunday morning. Before their arrival, there was a violent earthquake. An angel came and broke the seal and rolled away the stone. Not to let Jesus come out, but to let 
The women come in to see the tomb that was empty of the body of Jesus. Angels said to them, He is not here, he is risen. As he said he would. Go and tell his disciples. They will see him in Galilee. As he said. He said in Matthew 26. But after I have risen. I will go ahead of you. Into Galilee. The resurrection body of Jesus. Friends. Transcends all obstacles. The seal of the Roman government. The closed tomb. The soldiers, the grave clothes, the closed doors, distance, as well as gravity. The Sanhedrin was told by the soldiers what had happened. The tomb was empty of the body, but his grave clothes were there for all to see. This means, friends, nobody stole his body. Thieves do not take time to remove grave clothes from the corpse because that takes a lot of time. Jesus is risen, friends. The Sanhedrin knew that Jesus is the Son of God for his prediction came true. Jesus is the Messiah. Jesus is God. But they suppressed this knowledge. They would not surrender. They would not believe. They would not worship Jesus as the women and the disciples did. It is not that they lacked evidence. It is sheer unbelief, the greatest sin. The historian Dr. Luke investigated the resurrection of Jesus. He tells us, After his suffering, he showed himself to the apostles and gave many convincing proofs. And polois tech merios that he was alive. And he did this for 40 days. They heard him speak. Mary Magdalene recognized his voice. Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabuni. They saw the nail prints in his hands and feet. They touched him and realized he was no ghost, but his body was of flesh and bones. He was the same Jesus who was buried, though his body now has some heavenly peculiar properties. Doubting Thomas, the apostle to South India, he refused to believe the report that Jesus was indeed risen. Then he saw him, he heard him. He touched him. And he said to him, Hokurios mu kai theos mu. My Lord and my God. He believed. Jesus also ate in their presence some broiled fish. He ate and drank, we are told, for 40 days. Acts 10 and verse 41. He did not reveal himself to the Sanhedrin. For they knew... He rose from the dead 
but they refused to surrender to him they suppressed the knowledge that he was risen he revealed himself to those he has chosen to be his witnesses acts 10:41 he was not seen by all the people but by witnesses whom god had already chosen by us who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead in 1 corinthians 15 we read he appeared to peter to the 12 to more than 500 brothers at one time james his unbelieving brother he saw jesus and believed and became the pastor of jerusalem church he appeared to all apostles last of all he appeared to his arch enemy saul of tarsus who became his great apostle to the gentiles in first corinthians we read the earliest record of the gospel the death and resurrection of jesus christ the star witness to the risen christ was the saul of tarsus listen to him again now brothers i want to remind you of the gospel i preached to you which you received and on which you have taken your stand by this gospel you are saved if you hold firmly to the word i preached to you otherwise you have believed in vain for what i received i passed on to you as of first importance that christ died for our sins according to the scriptures that he was buried that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures and he appeared to peter and so on he was not credulous he was highly educated he was an enemy of christianity who believed the lies and hidden perpetrated that the body was stolen by his disciples He was the chief prosecutor of the Sanhedrin. With the authority of the Sanhedrin, he went everywhere to punish Christians. And to get information to recover the body of Jesus to put an end to the spread of Christianity. But he was arrested by a higher authority. our sovereign lord jesus christ who is given all authority in heaven and on earth he spoke to him in aramaic saul saul why do you persecute me he became blind he began to pray and fast for three days then he received his sight he was filled with the holy ghost and he was baptized and he began immediately to declare that jesus christ is risen from the dead He truly is the Messiah the son of God. He based his entire life on this certainty that Jesus Christ is risen. And he died for the gospel. Canon Kenneth speaks of Paul as having been converted within 5 years of the crucifixion. Listen to him. 
within a very few years of the time of the crucifixion of Jesus, the evidence for the resurrection of Jesus was in the mind of at least one man of education, absolutely infallible. He was arrested by him. He saw him. He heard him. He spoke with him. He commissioned him. And listen to what he says in First Corinthians 9 verse 1. Am I not free? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus our Lord? Listen to what he says to King Agrippa. I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. He says, I am saying nothing beyond what the prophets and Moses said would happen, that Christ would suffer and as the first to rise from the dead, would proclaim light to his people and to the Gentiles. At this point, Festus interrupted Paul's defense. You are crazy, Paul, he shouted. Your great learning is driving you insane. But he said, I am not insane. Most excellent Festus, what I am saying is true and what? Reasonable. True and reasonable. Saul the intellectual. Saul the enemy of Christ. Saul, the murderous exterminator of the Christian faith, was convinced of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Apostle Thomas, the doubting Thomas, was convinced beyond a shadow of doubt that Jesus Christ, the crucified one, was indeed risen. In fact, no disciple of Jesus ever believed that Jesus would rise again, even though Jesus predicted his own resurrection many times. They all became believers only after his resurrection when he gave them many infallible proofs. Listen to what St. John is saying in 1 John chapter 1, that which was from the beginning, that which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands touched. We proclaim concerning the word of life. He's speaking of the resurrected Jesus. When you read the book of Acts, which record what Jesus continued to do and teach, we notice the Sanhedrin never refuted the resurrection of Jesus, for they knew he was risen from the dead, as he said. They never produced the dead body to put an end to the gospel proclamation. It seems to me that the great Rabbi Gamaliel had some inkling of this truth. So he warned the Sanhedrin. And he says this, Therefore, in the present case, I advise you, leave these men alone. Let them go, for if their purpose or activity is of human origin, it will fail. But now listen. But if it is from God, 
you will not be able to stop these men you will only find yourselves fighting against god the sanhedrin ignored this warning because they hated jesus and his message they were dulls not very bright instead they appointed the most brilliant young rabbi to prosecute christians but the risen lord prosecuted him and converted him and appointed him to become a mighty apostle to the gentiles that the gospel may spread throughout the whole world friends the evidence is convincing look at paul look at thomas look at all the apostles look at the martyrs look at what we are doing this morning we worship on sunday because jesus was raised by the father on sunday thomas said to the resurrected christ when he was convinced of the empirical evidences you are my lord and you are my god but jesus said to him because you have seen me you have believed blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed that is blessed are those who would believe the record of the eyewitnesses to the death and resurrection of jesus christ that is blessed are those who believe the gospel the gospel is the apostolic witness it is the historical record of the person and work of jesus christ the son of god his death cannot atone our sins without the truth of his resurrection his resurrection by the father demonstrates that Christ's death was accepted by the father to atone our sins all our sins he truly died for our sins on the cross jesus said the work of atonement is finished the father said amen by raising him from the dead by raising him from the dead his father confirmed what jesus had said about himself he is the son of god jesus said i'm the christ the son of god he is the son of god with power i and the father are one yes resurrection proves that all what jesus had spoken was true if the most difficult statement has been proven true then all he said is true he is the truth he is god he is resurrection and life he is the only savior he is lord he is the judge of the world he is coming again all sinners must repent and believe on the lord jesus christ his death and resurrection Romans 10:9 that if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you'll be saved how do you believe verse 17 of Romans 10 faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of Christ friends he will not make a dramatic appearance just for you you must believe the gospel written and preached 
Remember the rich man who died. Remember his statement. Send someone who is raised from the dead. My brothers would believe. No, he, Abraham said to him, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be converted even if someone rises from the dead. Blessed are those who believe without seeing. In First Peter chapter 1, 8 and 9, though you have not seen him, you love him. Even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Away with all liberalism and postmodernism and all lies about who Jesus is. He, he is God. He is the Messiah. He is the judge. He is the destroyer of all his enemies. He is the rock that is coming down from heaven to crush to powder every enemy that opposes him. All things we are told are placed under his feet. If you are an unbeliever, you must feel the pressure of his feet on your head. Friends, remove the resurrection of Jesus Christ and substitute the gospel of liberalism. What do you have? Paul says our preaching is worthless. Faith is worthless. We are still in our sins. Jesus, a false prophet, a sinner, not son of God. Jesus is no savior. We are without hope. There is no resurrection for us. Pessimism prevails. Eat, drink, and be merry today. For tomorrow you will die. Listen to what Apostle Paul says in First Peter 1, 3 and 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy he has given us new birth into a living hope. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade, kept in heaven for you. Remove the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead from this verse. What is left is hopelessness. Every spiritual blessing here depends on the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Without resurrection, no preaching of the gospel, no regeneration, no conversion, no forgiveness of sins, no justification, no adoption, no inheritance, no sanctification, no glorification, no eternal life, no heaven. But Paul says, 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty, but Christ Indeed has been raised from the dead. The first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Jesus Christ is called Aparke. First fruits. First fruits is the first sample of an agricultural crop. Showing the nature and quality of the rest of the crop. He is the first to rise from the dead. Then when he comes, those who belong to him will be raised from the dead with a body exactly like his glorious body. 
we belong to him by faith in Jesus Christ in his death and resurrection as believers we friends sleep in Christ the body that goes into the grave is perishable dishonorable weak it's a natural body but when the risen and reigning Christ comes again as he promised our bodies will be raised and transformed it will happen we are told in a flash in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet call the dead in Christ shall be raised with an imperishable immortal powerful glorious body fit to live in God's presence with exceeding joy death will be destroyed forever when every believer is raised up from the dead John Murray my professor said sin involves guilt Christ's sacrifice removes all our guilt. Sin evokes the wrath of God. Christ's propitiatory death removes all wrath of God. Sin results in alienation. Christ's death results in reconciliation. Our reconciliation to God and God's people. Friends, Sin consigns us to bondage. Christ's death is the ransom for our freedom. Resurrection proves all this to be true of us. Christ is indeed risen, as he said. Why did his body not decay as the body of Lazarus decayed? Because Christ was holy, blameless, pure, separate from sinners. He knew no sin. He asked, who can convict me of sin? He said, the prince of this world is coming and he has nothing in me. And St. Peter says in Acts 2 and verse 24, but God raised him from the dead. Freeing him, liberating him from the agony of death. Because it was impossible for death to hold him down. Why is it? Because he was sinless. Death, friends, has been defeated. Death, friend, has been conquered. By his death and resurrection, Jesus Christ defeated death and set his slaves free from the fear of death. So friends, rejoice. Jesus Christ is risen in history. Hallelujah. About 2,000 years ago, and he is seated on the right hand of God. He is the sovereign Lord of the universe. Those who confessed him as Lord and Savior rejoice with exceeding joy. Your guilt is gone. Wrath of God is gone. Alienation is gone. Every form of bondage is gone. Your sins forgiven. You are justified. You are adopted sons of God. You are given Holy Ghost. And you shall be raised from the dead. In the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead guarantees your resurrection. Those who have not repented and believed 
friends join with Saul of Tarsus doubting Thomas also who stopped doubting today friends confess Christ is risen Christ died for my sins he is raised for my justification call upon Lord Jesus say Lord Jesus you are my Lord you are my God and he will say to you fear not peace be unto you and he will breathe Holy Spirit upon you and you shall go out with joy with freedom to live all of your life for God's glory soli Deo glory you have been listening to Grace and Glory audio of this message entitled If Christ is Not Risen come back soon for more transforming Bible teaching from Pastor P.G. Matthew 